Welcome to another <laughs> amazing episode of the Start to Be Great podcast. Oh my god, that was terrible. You get through that, everybody? <laughs> words are hard. I'm your co-host, Anna. And I'm Kimmy. We want you to be great at whatever it is you feel the desire to do, but first you gotta start. Yeah, buddy. Well, you know, a lot of starts have an end. Oh god. <laughs> Today we're talking That's about breakups we're talking and about how endings. we deal with them. Are they endings or are they new beginnings? Kimmy? I like that. New beginnings, 100%. Because it's not meant to be. If, you don't, if y'all break up, it wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. That's it. Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> Tell that to the people that get back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Okay, well, maybe you're learning something out of that. You know, I, like, hope so. I think it's for a reason. Like, if you get back with somebody, that's not saying that's a bad thing. Uh, mm-hmm. You could have just been like poor timing the first time or learned how to communicate better the second time or the, you know, you had kids together the third, fourth, and fifth time. I don't know, but oh, just. Damn. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, my personal experience with breakups has changed over the years and I kind of wanted to talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, who hasn't, um, aside from the, like, 1% of people who met their high school sweetheart and that was their only relationship and they're still happily married, most people have encountered a breakup, or many. Or many. (laughs) So, today we just want to talk about what we think about how, like, what things we've learned, um, advice you hear from people, whether Mm -hmm. we think it's trash or not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, um, yeah. Let's just let's just start it off. Nice. What's the what's the worst way you've been broken up with? <laughs> uh, the worst way that someone has broken up with me was via text um, on Christmas Day. Oh. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> it's not a good rest of my day. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, worst way for me was also via phone. Um, after it was quite quite a long long term relationship that ended over the phone, uh, which was which was lovely. What was they called? Uh, um, it was a text, and oh, then it was I a said, text. "Call me like five times," oh. and then I started calling him until he answered. Oh, and then it was on the phone. <clears throat> yeah, I had no desire to talk to this guy after the mm. message came through. Yeah. I'm a I'm a wall up and fuck you kind of gal. Yeah, <laughs> I've definitely changed. Like, of course, all breakups are different, but I I have some themes that that arise in mine, mm-hmm. and uh, they've definitely changed throughout the years. But in in most instances, it's just time. Mm-hmm. Time heals all wounds. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Literally. And it sucks to hear it when you're in it. It's literally like, oh, so you want me to feel like this for longer and that's what's going to fix me? Cool, thank you. Um, But it is. Every day hurts a little less until you don't hurt anymore. I mean, that's with everything, right? Yeah. Like time, you know, that that, that expression, this too shall pass. Mm, You went Gandalf. I went, went, like, eat, pray, love. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Mm. Yeah, I am a wizard. (laughs) So, uh... How long is it normally in between, you know, like breakup, you know, relationship to relationship, how, how long do you normally wait until you start looking elsewhere or how long, you know, after a breakup do you kind of, uh, yeah. do, you have a, a, do you have a trend? I'm a loner, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a loner. I, I am very, very content with being alone. I just enjoy the benefits of a relationship, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but 
Um, I don't think you can put a time limit on it um, because there's so many variables. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you might, the, the, the date that you actually end the relationship is not the date that you stopped loving that person and mm -hmm. stopped um, being present in mm -hmm. that relationship. <clears throat> and so that person might be with a new person, you know, a week or a month later. But to them, it's like, well, no, I've already been out of this for a year, mm -hmm. like waiting for the right time, mm -hmm. you know? And so for me, <clears throat> I haven't personally experienced that. Um, I just let it happen naturally. Um, I can tell when I'm ready to date again when I can picture myself with someone new. Mm. And so like if I can uh if I can catch myself getting like a little crush on someone or mm -hmm. being like, ooh, like who's that? You know, mm -hmm. like just curious. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, okay. Um but even still then I don't like to I don't like to rush because I feel like just time doesn't mean that you're working on the shit that yeah fucked you up in the first place you know like you're, if you're not actually thinking about what went wrong and like processing mm -hmm. and talking about it <clears throat> and like you know you're just gonna do the same thing over and over again i think yeah i'm really good i have like a hydraulic steam press to keep things down i'm just like <laughs> you know just like not yet you know like um but recently i've been i've been kind of working through my shit it took it took having a, a huge break like a catastrophic life change type breakup to really take it take some time and like be like okay this is what I learned from this and this is what I'm still learning and this is how I feel currently and right. this is what I want to feel like it's you know like I feel like after relationships you may not know what you want but you definitely know what you don't oh my god that's, that's so true that's how I've taken most breakups I've learned what I don't want which has helped me figure out what I'm willing to accept <clears throat> and you know definitely in some breakups I've accepted not breakups just relationships in general I've accepted way less than I should have like I was taking bare minimum and being thankful for it you know and it's like you you realize after it's done you're like oh fuck mm -hmm. like why did I do that why did I allow that to happen and it I, I think you're right like it takes a lot of like actual deep inner self-worth to figure out to fully work through a break right because it, it's it does break part of you I mean it, it, <clears throat> it takes something there's a reason why they call it that yeah um yeah the pain it's just going to be very deep unless you process it. Yeah. Um, do you think that people have too high of standards in relationships? Hmm. You're talking to a Virgo here. Um, I have the highest expectations for every person in my life. Those closer to me, have I have higher expectations for. So if you're, like, really close with me, I, I expect... <laughs> I expect... I'm not a fuck up mom. High achievers, you know? <laughs> um, so that Mostly. being like like a relationship, like, yeah, I'm going to expect a fuck ton from you. Like, I give a lot of grace and a lot of leeway where it's applicable. Mm -hmm. But in most cases, like, if you're, you know, survival of the fittest here, you know, if you don't, if you can't handle that, then you're, you're not the one. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, if you're showing up, you want your partner to show up. Yeah. I, I always say I never expect anything from somebody I'm in a relationship with if I, that I'm not willing to do myself. Like, if I want you to go psycho mode and be like, hey, we're going to check each other's phones every night, you know, like, I have to be willing to give my phone. I would never. I would never. I would never. <laughs> if you're watching I, I'm this trying to video, think, you can see my eyeballs just go, I'm trying to think of, like, extreme <laughs> things. You know, if I'm expecting, if I'm, if I'm demanding something of, like, oh, shit, right. you know, I have to be willing to accept it back. That's fair. 
And that's how I keep myself in check whenever I'm like, oof, like, but like also, if you don't have anything to hide, like what's the harm type thing, that kind of thing. Like I shouldn't ever be suspecting you. And if I am suspecting you, I'm probably already out Mm -hmm. because that means I don't have trust. That means I don't have that layer of comfortability that I need to, to have a lasting relationship. You think you can come back from that? I don't know. Like if the person recognizes, like, like, let's say you're, let's hypothetical situation here. Let's say you get to the point where you're like thinking in your mind, you're like, I want to see what's on their phone. You may not actually ask that to them, mm-hmm. but if you're having that feeling, AKA you don't trust them, do you think there's a way to come back from that? I do. Um, it's all about communication. You have to, like, if I'm having that feeling and I'm bringing it up to you, it may, it may, it's totally possible that it was innocent. How mm-hmm. I was feeling was something that I should, like, one, like, you have to recognize, are you bringing your past traumas into a new thing? Mm-hmm. You know, like if somebody has like a really close girlfriend and they text a lot or something, you know, like that might not be weird, but like you've had a problem in the past with like guys texting girls all the time. Like mm-hmm. you have to recognize what you're willing to withstand. And if you're not okay with that, you have to communicate that and they will communicate back what they're willing to do. Yeah. It's all about <clears throat> communication. Yeah. But I think it's also really important to make sure that you're not bringing your shit in. You know, like if are you truly mad at this person for doing this one thing or did that one person hurt you and now it's making you feel that same? You're right, and you don't you know? trust anyone now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think I think it's important to have some, like, yes, feel your feelings and you're justified to your feelings, <clears throat> but also recognize where are those feelings coming from. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, um, I think that not bringing your old baggage in general in life forward but specifically into new relationships is hard Mm -hmm. even with friendships um because it's almost like when you go through trauma and you have something happen to you that's you know painful Mm -hmm. you you remember it but it's not so much your memory it's like it's almost like physical um Mm -hmm. some degrees are different right like it varies but it's almost like a knee-jerk reaction mm-hmm. when you see it again and you get, and I'm going to use the word triggered, mm-hmm. like it's hard to not, like you have to be very willing to be open and share what you're, I think those should be like, like first things you talk about, <laughs> like yeah. once you decide to commit to each other and um, that way you can just get it out in the open now. Yeah. So I think trying to hide that part of you is either going to cause you know um problems in like they're they don't know why you're so upset about it it could be something normal for them and you're getting like what they would see as over dramatic about it because they don't know you have past traumas or it's um like something that you're gonna have to work through eventually so it's gonna be nice to have somebody to help you with that (laughs) and that's my dryer (laughs) (laughs) yes um i think that that was uh, in my last relationship. This is a very long song, just so you know. <laughs> Dry your song. Sam song. Um, uh, I think that in my last relationship, one of the biggest issues was, with for me anyway, was I was seeing through the filter of like, this is perfect, right? Mm-hmm. As we all do. That I was then terrified to lose this person. Mm-hmm. So we did not have these conversations. Mm -hmm. And then it became very evident that we were not on the same page on some things um, as time went on. And as that, like, you know, 
rose-colored glasses came off and, like, real life happened. Um, <clears throat> and there wasn't that foundation of communication and trust. Mm-hmm. Because, like, neither one of them. I mean, I wasn't the only one that didn't didn't have a conversation. Like, we just we just didn't find it necessary. Which is funny because, like, I'm not, like, some young 20-something-year-old. Like, I should mm-hmm. have experience with this. I just don't. Mm. Semi-retarded. But... That is one of the lessons I'm pulling from from this. And I've told myself to do it before, and I just <laughs> don't. I'm like, nobody wants to talk about that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard. Yeah, no, it sucks. Um, yeah, like big things that like cause a very emotional... Responses. Yeah, like having a conversation, like talk to someone about kids is easy. Mm-hmm. Do you want them or not? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's pretty simple. Uh, but like talking about like you know political religious beliefs spiritual beliefs things like that mm-hmm. um so you'd morals, like to weed them, weed them out young morals, weed them out like early on you should right yeah but also there's another part of you that's like okay so if you um don't know those things but you already love them mm-hmm. then what do you just start to love them despite like you have to pick and choose what things that you will tolerate and allow another person to have different beliefs on Mm -hmm. like some things matter more than others obviously but some things are like no Mm -hmm. like this is a hard line yeah and so those things you for sure gotta figure out yeah i don't know with me um you said like when you start to have a crush is when you're like willing to accept the fact that you might be willing to date again Mm -hmm. for me like i of course, when I was younger, guy to guy, of course, just because, you know, like, oh, like, what will people think if somebody doesn't like me right now, if I don't have somebody proclaiming to the world that they love me, you know, that was like high school shit, Yeah. you know, but I honestly didn't like date, date too much, like to like real, like deep relationships. Um, my like first one, my first one, and then my next one were pretty close together. You know, I had, um, one in at the beginning of college and we broke up and then it was like four months until I started dating a long distance mm-hmm. or a, a long-term relationship like together for like a while and uh I couldn't I, I don't know looking back whether or not I gave myself enough time um in between the two because I knew the first one wasn't right like the first one I had known wasn't right but like was in it and that was like my first love and I was like I couldn't possibly leave them you know that kind mm-hmm. of thing and when they did it I was like oh I'm free, you know, like mm-hmm. I've been so upset. I've been putting up with so little for so long. Now I, I can choose somebody that's better for me. And I've, and it was really quick, but looking at, at the end of that relationship, I was so young going in and I just was looking for safer, honestly, just physically safer, yeah. you know? And so helped me develop a lot, but like, I don't know. I, I went into that relationship not really knowing who I was because I was what fucking 19 like and then it was like five years later that's how long that relationship was so five years later I'm I'm such a different the amount of change that happens from like 19 to 23 24 you know Mm -hmm. like it's crazy but so I don't think that the time in between um relationships matters as much as long as like the development that's done within the time um well like if you think about it um Let's say that you start a business mm-hmm. and your business failed. Are you just going to start another one in a few months without evaluating why your business mm-hmm. failed? <laughs> no. 
and a relationship. Mm-hmm. I know most people that I know are dating for the long haul. Like their mm-hmm. intention is to find the person that they want to spend their whole life with. That is more of a commitment than a business. Mm-hmm. You should definitely spend some time figuring out why certain people didn't work out for you, mm-hmm. you know, and why you reacted certain ways and, you know, just everything. Mm-hmm. Evaluate if you settled or mm-hmm. um, were looking for something that you didn't really need but felt you needed or whatever. Um, but that wasn't like the real important thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your, that. what's your like, for lack of better terms, like grieving process? Like, what do you go through? Like, how, <sighs> what does a breakup look like for you? Um, <laughs> that's interesting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, the day that, um, on Christmas day, I drank a bottle of champagne and a bottle of red wine back to back I don't remember much of eating I probably ate some stuff some snacks mm-hmm. um, and I watched rom-coms and I cried mm-hmm. on and off all day and I didn't talk to anybody really mm-hmm. um, and then after that day uh, what did I do I kind of I kind of like keep to myself because mm-hmm. I don't like obviously like I tell you and I tell like close people but mm-hmm. I don't really want someone's like input mm-hmm. like I don't want to hear oh like you're better off without him you know or like oh we didn't like him anyway like those none of nothing that people say like make you feel better in that mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. and I know it I know I know that the people care but it's like it's almost I just like to process alone and um and honestly like move move forward and think positively about what my future looks like mm-hmm um, and then every once in a while, like little thoughts creep in and then that will suck. Um, <laughs> I do remember what you, ha- what happened after this last one, because you went on this productivity kick oh, for dude. like two weeks. <laughs> it was amazing to see and also terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I got a little cracked out on distraction. Yeah. I think. Um, I mean, at least you, you used it well. That was nice. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was um, the breakup or the new year because they kind of overlapped. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure it was a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I had I had um, chosen to really stay positive after. Mm-hmm. Like I let myself have that like one day of just reckoning, just mm-hmm. like <laughs> drunk, sad, pathetic. Okay, moving forward. Mm-hmm. This is not what I want to do or who I want to be. It's not the end of the world, like, mm-hmm. you know, so. See, I'm a little different. I really like to talk about it. I want to talk about it until I feel better, which means I will talk about it and 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 then talk about it some more. And then I'm with, you know, dinner with my friends and I'm like, sorry, I'm bringing it up again. And like, I'll bring it up, yeah. you know, like, and it d- genuinely does help me process and help, makes me feel better. You know, trusted people, of course, I don't just blab around to anybody. Like it's people I trust to have this information. Mm-hmm. But, like, I will talk about it until I'm blue in the face. Like, I will want to talk about it. Even if it's not with the person that it happened with, it's like, I need to process yeah. out loud. Yeah. And I don't know, you asked me, you were like, um, well, is that, you know, you know, normally, like, words of power and, like, what you give your attention to is what, you know, is the, that, uh, that energy attracts. And so it's like, I'm not sure if it's helping me 
process it quicker or not because I could be prolonging the process. But I do. That's what I have found. That is what makes me get through it. I think that, you know, and again, there's no time limit on this stuff, Mm -hmm. but like. You love that 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 math equation they give you. It's like half the amount of time the relationship was is how long it will take you to fully process it. So if you were together for six months, you can be over it in three months. If you were together five years, huh. it's going to take two and a half years to get over them. Wow, and I've I'm never like, heard that before. Oh yeah, I've heard that. And so like, but that makes me feel bad because you could have like a really flaming romance for like three months, and it'd be heartbreaking when that ends because you put so much of yourself, and it's like, oh, it's been a month and a half. You better be over it. You know that kind of thing. Like oh it doesn't, God. it doesn't have to be like yeah, a no. ten year long marriage you know so i don't know i don't believe it but no 100 not although i would say it's probably fairly accurate yeah (laughs) i don't think it's a rule i think it's like a recommendation like a light at the end of the tunnel just like uh not even a recommendation on what you should do but i think it's just a common timeline that Mm -hmm. it takes people Mm -hmm. um is kind of what it seems like because it does seem to be fairly accurate Mm-hmm. Um, just from my experience mm-hmm. I was like oh yeah that was about that long and that was how long we dated like it just happens to be kind of truthful but obviously mm-hmm. it doesn't fit every situation mm. I don't know but while you're waiting like while you're processing the emotions do you get on dating apps like when, when is that jump you know I'm not getting on a dating app again yeah quote me fucking <laughs> what's today's date it is 4, 10, 23, whatever time it is, 4.02 p.m. <laughs> Anna Tyler said she's not going to get another dating app. Mm-hmm. No. Um, yeah, no. The last three men that I dated, I met in real life anyway. Mm-hmm. And they were all good quality men. Mm-hmm. That I met, like, they were all like men that I you know, had a lot in common with and I, and I met them in person at an event or something. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to stick with that and let, let it happen. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with it. Dating apps are fucked. Dating apps were a good way to distract me after my uh, last breakup. I I liked the attention, but then it turned into more work. It's work. Like it was work and like I didn't get joy out of it. I literally was no. like, it so only brought stressful. like negative emotions. And I was like, okay, I don't even, you know, mm-hmm. I don't even want to deal with this. But, but I think it's, it's good for the distraction at the beginning. I mean, it, it boosts your confidence, makes you feel one of, you know, especially women on dating apps, you're inundated, you know, like it's, especially at the beginning, you know, like the, the start of it. Yeah. Those no. little endorphins. I'm good on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I don't think uh, it's good for you, but no. I think it feels good. I mean, good. don't get me wrong. I've done distractions like mine was distraction. You you technically, well, no. I think that it's good for you to speak it out loud. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, I don't think it's prolonging it in what you were saying. I think it's, um, that's exactly what we're talking about is doing the work in between a relationship mm-hmm. and processing it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I just do it internally because... I feel like there's so much stuff that people don't know about the relationship mm-hmm. that it's hard to, because then you got to dive in, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I just don't want to rehash it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, I almost just talk to myself for most of it. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. talk to like 
I, I don't do it as much as you do, but I still do it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a good thing. I think it's good. But I think your friends will let you know when it's enough. Yeah. And maybe it's not enough for you, but maybe it's enough for them. Yeah. And, and you have so. to respect that too. But also recognize, like, are you bringing up the, like, is the, is the talking productive? Are you harping on one thing and you're mm-hmm. saying the same thing over and over and over again? And we're like, that's how you feel. And we recognize that. But, like, it's not going to change. You know, that it's, it's, is the conversation actually productive to your healing as well? You it know? also depends on your mindset. Yeah. Are you just crying, like, why didn't he love me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or are you like, you're like, oh, you know, I came to this realization yesterday that, like, maybe I reacted this way when he did this, and maybe that was one of the reasons why we fought all the time. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, you know, it's like, it's different. Like, because I think things come to you slowly. Mm-hmm as time goes on as you get out of the emotional part (laughs) how do you feel as a friend that listens to it because you know like a lot of times like with me like i'm not sure whether you want me to just listen i don't know if you want advice i don't want you know because no it like nothing that people say really helps you know like it feels good to say and you can look back and be like oh that person was there for me they they told me it was going to be okay and then it was you know that kind of thing but like it's hard like as a friend listening like how do you feel um well, I mean, I think, yeah, I want to know, like, I don't think, I'm, I think it's just smart to assume people are not asking you for advice ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, normally when they want advice, they're like, can you help me? They'll ask you, normally. Mm-hmm. Or they'll, like, say something so vague and then just give you those puppy eyes and you're like, do you want me to tell you what I would do? Mm-hmm. Other than that, people just want to vent and talk. And mm-hmm. so you should just listen. That should be like the default. Mm-hmm. I'm telling myself that as well mm-hmm. <laughs> because because it's hard. Mm-hmm. We are so like in self-involved. We just like we want you to know our opinion um, about everything that you say. <laughs> well, I thought it would be fun uh, to hear what BuzzFeed. So BuzzFeed put Hell out yeah. this article of if you went through a breakup, here's 13 pieces of advice you should hear. And we haven't read them yet. We just are, we're going to read them and say if we agree with them or not. Cool. Okay. Cool. Number one, don't ro- don't romanticize the relationship you had. If it's over, it's for a good reason. I like that. Yeah. Um, it's really easy when you're missing someone, and when you're feeling lonely, to only remember the good times. And although it's nice to um, remember someone that you once loved. Mm-hmm. Especially if it didn't end in like an abusive way. Mm-hmm. If it just ended because it wasn't right. It's nice to remember them in a loving way. Like mm-hmm. there was good times and you should remember those. But when you're fresh, don't think about that. It's just going to make you more and more sad. What's that, what's that quote? We, we watched Deep Pray Love last night. It was like, um, it's okay to love me. It's okay to miss me. You were like, you know, send happy thoughts and yeah. then let them go. Like that kind of thing. You send like nice, happy thoughts and vibes to them. And then drop it. And drop it. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah, I think that's... Like, it's okay to love them. It's okay to miss them. But you can also recognize that it's over for a good reason. Right. I think it's okay to... You know, I had an ex tell me once that he's like, I don't... He's like, I don't think I'll... He did the whole... It was like straight out of a movie. Mm-hmm. Man. He was like, I think I'll always love you. And I was just like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. And, um... Mm-hmm. But, like, it was like a really good relationship for us. But it just... It ended. Mm-hmm. And, um probably not wrong i have loving feeling like i like you know mm-hmm. he's like my first like good one mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like i get it but like so glad it ended when it mm-hmm. did yeah. never ever not gonna be over mm-hmm. like nope 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 
Okay, number two. Set aside a specific time to think about the other person. What? What? Is that like, you know, time blocking? Like, here is the time you can be sad. You are allowed to cry from two to three. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I, it. <laughs> I don't agree with that at all. Um, uh-uh. That's weird. I would say only applicable to a person who is letting the relationship consume them mm-hmm. once it's over. Mm-hmm. Like, if they are having trouble going to work and not being sad, being around friends and not being sad, mm-hmm. I think that could be helpful to say, hey, you know, tonight at 8 o'clock, you're going to call your friend and you're going to have wine. I'm obviously talking for women. <laughs> and you're going to cry on the phone and vent about it. Mm-hmm. But then at 9 o'clock, you're going to end it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to talk about the rest of your shit and, and not keep thinking about mm-hmm. it and, like, letting it harbor. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, like, that's kind of what we're saying is, like, not letting it consume you and mm-hmm. not... It's a little weird to think about it like setting aside time, but I do, I think that would be for someone who has no self-control. Yeah. <laughs> and like maybe, you know, 22-year-old Anna and Kimmy who... Like, like you, you said you gave the yourself... The world is ending. You could give like one, you said you gave yourself one day. Like maybe that's the what they mean by setting time. Like you're like, all right, you could be sad today, but tomorrow you're going to get your, you know, you're going to go to work and you're yeah. going to be okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, number three, don't keep trying to remember what your life was like before the romance. I don't know if I ever did that. Like before the relationship? Like before you ever met him, you know? See, no. Well, I guess I would agree with that then. It says don't try to do it. Yeah. I mean, I... um, It says don't keep trying. Like you're going to be... Don't keep trying to remember. I don't... um, I don't regret any of my relationships because they've all led me to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, you're supposed to be learning from... Um, everyone that you meet in life is a teacher if you allow them to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what did they teach you? Mm-hmm. It could be something what not to do. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, Jay Shetty says when you go to a restaurant, mm-hmm. you know right away if you liked that meal. Mm-hmm. Like, what did you learn from this relationship? Like, evaluate it. Like, yeah. just as simply as... Do you like the food or not? Yeah. Do you like this behavior or not? Do you like this type of personality or not? Like, mm-hmm. evaluate it. Yeah, I like that one. Number four says, accept all of the invitations that people extend to you. Oh, well, I don't like to do the all or nothing kind of yeah. mentality. But I know it's really easy for people to hole up by themselves for a while mm-hmm. and not be social. Especially because... Like there's times in your life and it's always when you're getting dumped that everyone that's surrounding you is in a relationship Mm -hmm. and they're all like fucking happy and you're Mm -hmm. like, I hate you. (laughs) You're like, I'm happy for you, but fuck off. Mm -hmm. So that's hard to be around Mm -hmm. if you're not ready. But the way to get ready is to process, Mm -hmm. have conversations if that works for you, but also like to be around people and realize that you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? I think that's really accurate. I definitely think you should be out, but I think it should be with people. So accepting all invitations, well, no. Yeah, I just don't just like... let's be miserable, but with somebody that also makes you miserable. You know, like, I don't no. like all, nothing, never, always. Like I don't like those words. Yeah. Um, I used to say like never and always a lot, mm-hmm. and so many things that I would say have changed already mm-hmm. that I just stopped saying them mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh, cool. The only thing. Um, 
what is it? The only thing uh, permanent is change. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's back. Number five. I gave myself a post-breakup period to do absolutely everything my heart desired. No hold, no holds barred. Is that like an excuse to be a hoe? I gave myself a post-breakup period to do absolutely anything my heart desired. No holds barred. Um. It says, I drank whenever I want. I went out alone, gave myself a lot of presents, paid for a foot massage and spa time, met a lot of people and got busy with a lot of guys Ew. without getting attached to any of them. The only recommendations from my psychiatrist, oh no, my psychologist, were to be careful, not get arrested, and not catch a disease. This period of my life lasted three months, but I learned that spending the effort I only made for another person on myself made me happier. No. Listen, I think that like casual hookups and like the sex culture in our country is disgusting. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie and mm-hmm. I'm also not gonna sit here and say that I am innocent mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't think it's that's not helping anybody it's making you and the person you're hooking up with both less desirable to their future partner that like will love them someday and like that person's gonna be you know worse for just doing random hookups like their heart like it, I like I don't believe that guys don't I don't know Maybe they don't. I don't know if I believe that guys can just sleep with whoever and not give a shit. Yeah. I feel like some people in general, not just men, can do that, but I'm not that way. But I don't think that's good advice at all. Mm. Now, if you want to, like, treat yourself, go get pedicures, Mm -hmm. meet lots of people. Like, those things sound good. Mm -hmm. Why weren't you doing that in the first place? Mm -hmm. Maybe just be you, but don't be a hoe. Unless you a hoe. (laughs) (laughs) Number six. I stopped blaming myself for giving love away. For giving love away? I don't know what that means. Oh, let's read it. It says, I I learned to understand that no love we give is ever wasted and that in loving that person, I learned a lot about myself, about the world, about life. Just because it ended doesn't mean that it was all in vain. That helped me. Yeah. Um... That's good. You yeah. should not blame yourself. I don't like I said. I don't think any relationship is a waste. Mm-hmm. Um, now, going back to the like the processing part, if you don't have boundaries or you have shitty low standards, mm-hmm. then you need to learn that right then and there mm-hmm. because that's like, hey, ding dong, wake up, like stop doing this shit. Yeah. Especially if you keep having the same thing happen over and over again, because mm-hmm. it's just going to get worse and worse for you. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Number seven, try not to keep reliving and mulling over the past. That's good advice. Like, if you need to talk about it to process it, great. But if you just keep mulling over the same, that like cannot get over one thing or something, you know, like mulling over it. It's like you choose, like pain is just like a a sensory like response to let you know Mm -hmm. that change is happening and that you're uncomfortable. Like pain is just there to make you present. And then once you work through it, then if you continue to think about it, then, you know, you're just torturing yourself. It's no longer pain. It's it's just misery and suffering. It's a choice. Yeah. Suffering is a choice. Pain is just a sensation, right? Bam! Boom! Fucking knowledge for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. Yes, you will find people who are just as incredible as your ex was. Oh. I don't think my exes are incredible, but... Um, um yeah, I find... Um, you know, the there's plenty of fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, people say that, and then there's the other people that are like, have you looked at how much trash is in the sea? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, fact. Yeah. But... There's a reason why people, you know, buy nice fishing equipment. 
or go to nice places. They wake up early and go before the crowds, a.k.a. they do the things that like are going to help them find better quality fish. Mm -hmm. So you got to do those things. Yeah. Yeah. Which means working on yourself as well. <laughs> yeah. Make yourself a better fish, you know. Yeah. I think that's why breakups are so hard is because it's really not about the other person. Refusing to acknowledge your own fault in it too. It's really, really about you and how you handle situations, what you like, what you act like, how you behave, how mm -hmm. you respond, how you communicate. It's about all about you. Yeah. I don't like blaming the person at all. Number nine. One thing that helped me was to make little changes in my life. Change uh, your eating habits. Take a class. Change the wallpaper on your cell phone. Cut your hair. It's cliche, I know. Paint the bedroom Don't walls. Don't cut your bangs. In the end, <laughs> this will help you separate the before and the after in your life. It might seem silly, but leaving a relationship gave me a, uh, gave me a lot of relief in knowing that my ex would never see me with that hair or those clothes. Dude, not going to lie. Um, after the last one, I wanted to dye my hair. My hairstylist was like, I'm so glad you didn't. I was like, do it, do it, do <laughs> it, do it. <laughs> uh, it was very much, that feeling was gone once I got through the emotional pain. Hmm. Like that feeling went away. It's so weird because I just had like an urge to do it. If she could have done what I wanted her to do that day, I would have. Mm -hmm. But she was not able to. Dang. Dang. But I agree because, okay. I heard something the other day about change. Um, it was that the, I'm going to say Vietnam, maybe World War II. Don't quote me on this, guys. The veterans came back, and now our veterans may or may not have done some some hard drugs while, <laughs> while, while at war. And um, when they came home, they no longer were addicted to these addictive drugs because they completely changed their scenery. They changed their life. Mm -hmm. So they no longer had the pull to like have those feelings. But most drug addicts that like live in the U.S. now, like if they go to rehab, they'll change while they're in rehab, right? Because they're in a new place. Mm -hmm. And then they go back to the same city where they found them in the first place location like the places have memory and they have those feelings attached to it um and that's why most people relapse because mm -hmm. they it. don't change their life because, like it's, because they're still in the same life that they were addicted to drugs right like. so like i think that changing small things you don't have to move mm -hmm. but like small things like changing your routine changing your hairstyle changing mm -hmm. some buying some new clothes something could be fun like that. Mm -hmm. I agree. I like that one. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Number 10. Physical exercise is great. Put the pain on the bench or on the leg press. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I am a big advocate for uh, revenge bodies. Let's oh, my God. Go! <laughs> I, um, I think it's funny that it's like a running joke that um, like people in the gym... Like, a lot of them are there because they went through, like, trauma. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's like working um, out them demons, you know? Yeah. I mean, it can be helpful. I think it's one wonderful tool to use. I don't think it should be your only vice. That is where you get into, like, made, like addictive and, like, body dysmorphia and, like, a bunch of shit. Like, it's... Be careful, of course, but um, I think it's a wonderful outlet if you need it. 
Well, and if you commit to doing it for so long um, while you're um, processing your breakup, then you already have the habit locked mm-hmm. in. So then, you, when, then when life gets kind of normal, then you can ease off a little mm-hmm. bit and you can still maintain the habit because you yeah. created it when you were feeling intense. Right? Yeah. Number 11, look for friends to chat with. Start doing the little things that you had stopped doing in your friendships all over again. That's assuming that you didn't maintain good friendships through the relationship, which happens a lot. Like you can, you can feel, you can be like, oh man, I was a little consumed with my, my relationship. I kind of, you know, didn't see my friends as much as I would have. And I'm the kind of friend that will accept you back with open arms. If, uh, if little Timmy broke your heart, you know, (laughs) little Timmy, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you should reconnect with people that you miss, and mm-hmm. I, I do. It's, it bugs me. Mm-hmm. I get it. I understand, especially if you've got kids. But I, I get why people like disappear. But I almost think that it's like, for me, I think it would be bad to totally get consumed by a relationship because oh, yeah. I know that's gonna fade away, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna want my like space back with my friends and then that's going to be like well why aren't we spending all the time together we did the first time it's like "Mm, i don't want to do that anymore Mm -hmm. i need my me time and so i feel like it's just good to kind of maintain it for me uh for the most part you know i think that um it's bad to get all consumed in any relationship. I think you need a healthy balance inside relationships and out, you know, and make sure you have me time in the relationship and when you don't have it, but also friend time. Like, I think it's just check in with how much you need because I definitely need much less me time than you do. You know, oh, it's yeah. just, it, it has to be like, how much do you need? Like, check in with yourself. Are you okay? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I like a lot of long time. Yeah, I don't. I'm good with like, you know, sometimes like, you know, like it's nice. I'm going to watch like a movie by myself, but then I'm I'm good. Like I, I don't want to be alone all night, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. My thing is, is I, I like being alone, but I also really crave uh, being like loved or like cared for. And how I like my friends to do that is text me or call me and check on me mm-hmm. because I will go off by myself and I'll just be like doing my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want them to kind of like be like, Hey, how's it going? Like, haven't heard from you in a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, I want them to like care. Well, yeah. And words of affirmation is my love language. Mm-hmm. So like, I want someone, I want to text or call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Number 12. If you spend your time looking at the family or friends of your ex on Facebook, it's bad for you. Block everyone. <laughs> oh Yeah. Um, I blocked my ex. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't maintain contact. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't think it's healthy, especially right now. Like stories, like you can see who's watching. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it's just good to just out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Um. I get it. I've wanted to look and I've been curious too. Like you just want to know like that person was in your life. So even if you don't care about that anymore, you're like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Aren't you posting anything online? <laughs> like, Let me stalk you a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. curious. Teach me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, not, not, you're not going to process it very quickly. No. Stop it. It, it definitely, it definitely <laughs> keeps it. <laughs> the last one, BuzzFeed, the last piece of BuzzFeed advice is number 13. Cry in the shower. 
Uh, only if you're going to have a shower beer. <laughs> it says, you don't need to force yourself to do anything. You don't need to erase the pics now or burn the presents and even make out with someone new. Figure out how to occupy your time. Get new th get new things uh, to keep you busy. Don't blame yourself and definitely don't put punish yourself. Cry in the shower in front of the mirror. Talk about it with someone you trust or simply write about it. Every time you, you remember something, say so. Don't keep anything in. Get it all out. Cry in the fucking shower. Cry in the shower. <laughs> Seriously, shower beers are nice. I don't think I've ever done it. I really like taking fruit in the shower, though. Like, a fresh orange in the shower or, like, strawberries. Like, I'll, I'll be eating. So it started because I was eating a snack, and I was like, crap, I need to get in the shower, and I took it with me. Then realized what amazing steam and fruit does. So even in a shower apple. Normally, uh, I haven't done fruit, but I will be in the shower with a protein shake after the gym. Mm. Like, I'll just multitask. Yeah, I love fruit. Because I want to just stance. There's just some days when you just want to stand out of the hot water. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, I gotta get this protein in. I might as well just do it. Or a how hot are your showers normally? Like a normal shower for you is it scalding? Burning my skin off. Yeah. I don't when, know why it's a woman thing. I was liking really scalding showers, and now, like, I don't like the feeling of it burning me anymore. But mm. I also don't. But I went through a phase where I really liked cool showers, like not mm. cold, but like cool. Dude, I wanted to get into cold showers. Again. I want to. I just hate it. I did them for five minutes a day for thirty days straight back when I was doing 75 hard it was mm -hmm. um it was not easy I had to distract myself I know in theory you should be able to like breathe and <laughs> just meditate and just be with yourself but no I had to listen to a podcast to distract myself yeah so so you can listen to us if you want to take a cold shower yes we'll talk to you we'll soothe your soul mm. <laughs> <laughs> definitely um, listen to the conspiracy oh one my gosh. while in the shower <laughs> um I wanted to finish things up with, uh, you know, breakups lead to having exes and your exes could potentially not be an ex anymore. How do you feel about getting back with your ex? Um, I've never done it mm -hmm. and I don't plan to. Uh, I have thought about it with a lot of my exes. Mm -hmm. Like there's one that I'm like, man, that man better never fucking call me because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, Putty. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I hate that. I don't want it. Mm -hmm. I don't want it. But like, it yeah. would be hard. It'd be hard to turn down. Yeah. Especially because you know what sucks? You know what's so annoying? Men that you do? Let me tell you. You want to say everything so perfect after we're broken up. Yeah. Do you know how much that sucks? We hate that. Stop doing that. Yeah, that's too Say weird. that shit while we're together to save it. Don't it's say like that the, shit like after the, we're gone. It's the Bruno Mars song. You know, like, I, I wish I'd bought you flowers. I want to hold, you know, I hope oh. you hold your hand type stuff. Say all the things I should have said when I was your man, that kind of thing. Oh, I didn't know that was a breakup song. I think it's a, yeah, it's a breakup. It's a, I see you're with new somebody new and I'm sad because I want you still, but I'm happy you're happy and I didn't do all the things I needed to do type song. Mm. Yeah. Love me some Bruno. Um I don't know. I don't think I I don't think dating exes is good. Yeah. I think it's one thing if like you know, um cuz I know some couples that they dated for like a short while, realized that like neither one of them was in a place for it and they ended things with not necessarily like intention to get back together, but it wasn't like like a breakup like I don't love you anymore. Like, mm -hmm. I, you know, it was just like, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. Let's just do our own things. And then they ended it semi-amicably. 
and then they ended up getting back together and then they stayed together. Mm-hmm. So like I think that if you both are kind of like we're working on some shit independently because the goal I think is to be able to work on your stuff while with someone but sometimes you just need to do it alone mm-hmm. I think. Um, I've never had that happen but I've seen it. So yeah. I don't know man. Anything is possible. I don't like to say never but I don't have intentions to get back. Yeah. What about you? I definitely have uh, taken an ex back uh, way too oh. way way too many times. Um, <gasps> and you... at what point do you like recognize the toxicity? You oh know, it's, I was in a I can fix them. Oh my god! Oh, I can fix them. I you know. I know it was real bad. That one was it was heartbreaking. Um, <laughs> and I've taken you know I it's I've taken people back and it's been really good. So I don't know. Um, I guess we'll we'll fucking see. But yeah. I think it's all about the certain circumstance and, you know, if you took them back, but nothing changed in between it, like we said, it's all about the in-between, right? The breakup itself. It's like, what did you process? Did you learn anything from it? Did they learn anything from it? And they're willing to change now. Like it's, it's what happened in between the in-between. I think that's pretty evident too. Like if you're having a conversation with your ex and like toying with the idea of it, Mm -hmm. you should be able to tell by that conversation if anything's changed, you know, despite the words they're telling you. Yeah. I mean, everything um, could be sweet nothings, but you know, uh, then it's like, how long are you just willing pillow to... pillow talk, talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a... I don't think... I don't know. I mean, I do believe that... Because sometimes people don't change until they're so unhappy that they're kind of forced to change. Mm-hmm. And so I do believe that, like, if, if you broke up with someone and they were like, shit, and you told them exactly what... Um, to like why you weren't working out. Mm-hmm. I do believe that someone could be like, that could be their wake up call. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that that's common. I don't think that um, those people that make those big of impacts would just end it. Like, I think that they'd be like, okay, let's work on it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know shit about love. <laughs> uh, mm. All I know is I love my dog and she loves me. Mm. About it. <laughs> a woman and her dog. <laughs> Post breakup story. There you I go. I have a magnet and it says, I am not single. I have a dog. I have a dog. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. Um, as always, we are happy that you took some time out of your day to listen to us and invest in yourself. We believe in you and cannot wait to see you win. Yes. Make sure to check us out on YouTube because um, we want you to fall in love with our faces. <laughs> Uh, every Monday morning at 6 a.m. so you can start your week with your foot on the gas. Now go do the work.